What's up, people? Today is Wednesday, May 2nd. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast. Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in, and I'd like to give my opinion on a few topics. Uh, the first one would be the Starbucks incident that happened a couple of weeks ago. Uh, there were actually two filmed incidents, and really only one got national attention, uh, and that would be the incident with the two young uh, black men who were arrested on Starbucks premises. And from my understanding, one of the guys asked to use the restroom and he was denied access because they said he hadn't purchased anything. He went back and sat down with his friend. Next thing you know, police were in there arresting them for trespassing or whatever the trumped up charge was. Uh, the second incident was a black guy in Starbucks asked to use the restroom again. And he was denied because they said he hadn't purchased anything. He waited outside the restroom. A young white man came out. He introduced himself to the white man and asked if the gentleman had purchased anything yet. And he said no. He said he was just about to go purchase some food. So the black guy and the white guy walked up to the counter. And the black guy just asked the manager, okay, he just came out of the restroom. You gave him the code to the restroom but you wouldn't give it to me because I hadn't purchased anything and he hasn't purchased anything. What's the difference? So the manager, instead of apologizing, um, because she was caught in her blatant racism, in my opinion, she asked him to leave or she was going to call the police. Um, Another situation is the LA Fitness incident where the two black guys were apparently playing basketball. And even to get past the front desk, you have to swipe your card or scan in or something. Um, I mean, I have a gym membership at all gyms I've been to. It's that way. But they were asked to leave. The guy said he was a member. His friend was using one of his buddy passes. He had to go back to the locker room, produce his um, gym membership card. And then I heard the manager say they were going to revoke his membership. No real reason given. And just recently in my area, um, near Plano, Texas, uh, a restaurant bar called Sambuca 360. A black man and his wife were sitting at a table. They had gotten their menus and was getting ready to order when the manager came up and asked them to switch tables. Uh, the man said he didn't want to. They kind of liked their seat. They had a good view of the band or whatever was going on. And the manager just told them to leave. And the guy asked, why are you asking us to leave? He said, because I don't like you. And if you don't leave, I'm going to call the police for trespassing. And I'm really starting to feel like, I mean, the racism is just so blatant nowadays. Uh, It has been over the past couple of years. Um, And they're using this little authority that they have because they have the right to refuse your service. You know, they have a right to refuse you and ask you to leave and don't necessarily have to give you an explanation. But this is getting so out of hand to where You can't sit down in a Starbucks without being harassed. And you see other customers doing the same thing. Uh, There was an incident at a golf course where some black ladies were playing golf. They were asked to leave because apparently they were playing too slow. But the group behind them had not caught up to them yet. Um, Again, with the Sambuca 360 issue, they were asked to leave because apparently they wouldn't give up their seat to a white regular customer. And it's so frustrating and, you know, I hear people say, well, just don't patronize those businesses. It's 
bigger than patronizing those businesses and not giving them your money. It's a whole mindset. So, you know, with this type of mentality that's going on, anybody at any time could say, you need to leave or we call the police. And you could have done nothing wrong, and that's just, it, it's wrong. I mean, of course, those are not places that I would patronize again. Now, the Starbucks thing, I think they were just individual. Um, I don't think that Starbucks as a whole, I don't think that's how the company operates. But, um, you know, some of these other issues, just the mentality that we're seeing and the blatant racism that we're experiencing, it, it's just, it gets overwhelming and it's extremely frustrating. And of course, you know, all of these places will send out an apology after the fact. But if the culture doesn't change within these organizations or they hire people that are more open-minded and I guess not racist, uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen. So, um, you know, it's, I'm even, I'm not even sure where to go from here with, with all these issues because we're constantly seeing them and it probably happens more than we know because of the fact that not every incident is actually uh, recorded. So these are just happen to be recorded incidences. Uh, next, I want to talk about the Waffle House shooter. Uh, I thank God for the the guy. Can, I think his name is James Shaw that uh, took on the shooter and took the gun away. And he probably saved a lot of lives. And, you know, I've sent prayers to the, the families of the people that actually died. Um, but again, we have a non-minority murderer who is taken alive. But yet, a black person with a cell phone is considered a threat and he's shot to death. Um, I'm kind of tired of these incidences also where, you know, you have these people um, that are non-minorities committing these heinous crimes and they're always taken alive. And you have a black guy or a minority walking down the street minding their business or you have, you're selling a loose cigarette or you're selling a CD and you're killed. It, it just, it doesn't make sense. Um, and, you know, something needs to be done about that. But I just think the culture that the dude in the White House has uh, brought on over the past two years, it's one of division. And I was thinking about, uh, and I'll go ahead and get to my verbal middle finger as well. Um, my verbal middle finger for this week goes to all of the Trump supporters who were offended by uh, Michelle Wolf at the White House Correspondents' Dinner for making jokes. Um, I actually thought it was kind of funny. I mean, to see somebody call these people liars to their face because that's really what they are. Um, I applaud her for that. And again, it was about freedom of speech, but also the hypocrisy of some of these people who were upset with the comedian making jokes and they're not upset with, these are the same people that wear the Trump that bitch shirts, uh, referring to Hillary Clinton during the campaign, or who didn't have a problem with uh, Trump calling Rosie O'Donnell fat pig, or talking about Hispanics. The same night of the Correspondents' Dinner at his rally, um, he asked if there were any Hispanics in the audience, and people started to boo. And then that's when he went on his rant about how we need the border wall. And the fact that you're, he's putting out this rhetoric and people are booing just at the word Hispanics, it, it says a lot about where this country is going. 
and it's just he's going to continue to divide us. Um, we need to find a way to come together because it's only going to get worse uh, the longer he's in office. Um, so to all these people who are offended by a comedian telling jokes, but you're not offended by all of the stuff that Trump said. And with uh, Sarah Sanders, she's one of the worst press secretaries I've ever heard. She's extremely rude and condescending. Um, you know, and I, I'm just, I don't feel bad for her. I mean, again, I applaud Michelle Wolf for making her jokes and standing, sticking to her guns and, um, you know, delivering her speech. And also to the NRA, they're here in the Dallas area this weekend. And I think Trump and Pence will be here speaking at this NRA convention. How are you going to be the NRA and you don't allow guns at the convention? That's hypocritical. You want guns in schools, but you don't want them at your own convention. And I wish people would just sit back and think about this stuff because it's not rational. It doesn't make any sense. And if you really put some thought into it, you'll see how ridiculous this stuff is. I wish people would open their minds up, stop watching Fox News, um, expand your news sources, not just CNN, not just MSNBC. You know, look at different sources, but um, unfortunately Trump's base are very focused on one thing and whatever he says goes. He can get away with anything. He's always right. They'll support him no matter what. And he's he's already said that and they've already proven it. Uh, especially evangelicals who don't mind the fact that he's had affairs. They overlook that. So to me, that's definitely not a Christian thing to do or support. But anyway, I'm going to wrap it up for this week. Until next week, be blessed.